Greetings, friends. Welcome to Walking in His Word, the podcast where we embark on short, faith-filled journeys through the scriptures in episodes that are both concise and impactful. Each week, we take an 8-10 to minute purposeful stroll through the pages of God's Word, offering insights, wisdom, and inspiration to enhance our day. So join us as we explore each topic, uncovering the treasures hidden within the scriptures and learning how they can be applied to our lives. So let's take this brief but powerful journey of walking in His Word together. Over the next few weeks, we'll be delving into the heart of Psalm 1 and uncovering the profound wisdom it holds about living the blessed life. So please join us as we immerse ourselves in the timeless verses of Psalm 1, discovering how they can illuminate our daily lives. With each verse, we explore the path to true blessedness according to the teachings of this sacred psalm. In each episode, we'll journey through these verses, offering insight, reflection, and inspiration to guide us all on our spiritual walks. So stay tuned, because on Walking in His Word, we're not just reading the psalms, we're living them. So far, we've covered the theme to Psalm 1, which is the way to fruitfulness, prosperity, and blessing. We've looked at verses 1 and 2, which taught us about our relationships with the ungodly and our need to meditate on God's Word daily. Verses 3 and 4 contrast the fruitfulness of those who are blessed and the destruction of the wicked. This week, we conclude with verses 5 and 6. These verses show the end of those who follow the path to the blessed life and the end of those who walk their own path. We will learn in these final verses that the Lord will know the righteous in a personal way, but the ungodly, because they have chosen a different path, will ultimately end up in destruction. Verse 5 starts with the word, therefore, which indicates that we are continuing the theme of the judgments of the wicked that we covered previously in verse 4. As we learned last week in verses 3 and 4, the reward of the righteous is stability, refreshing, and fruitfulness, whereas following the world makes one as stable as dust in a windstorm. As we'll see in verse 5, the result of walking your own path is that you have no real future and no real present either. Let's read verse 5. It says, Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. First it says they will not stand in judgment. For the purposes of this study, it doesn't really matter if the psalmist is referring to the final day of judgment or even a less ultimate trial, because for us, the message is the same. The ungodly will not be acquitted because they are guilty. There is no future for those who choose their own way. There is no hope for a loophole or getting by on a technicality. The future of those who walk their own way is very bleak indeed. Next, it says that the sinners do not presently stand in the congregation of the righteous. They are excluded when God's people are called together. Psalm 24 verses 3 and 4 asks, Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who may stand in his holy place? The answer is, He who has a clean hands and a pure heart. The wicked clearly do not qualify. Those who walk their own path are assured judgment in the future. The deepest joys of security and community are missing as they live in the death of their own egos, separated from God and God's people. Just as the ungodly are assured of guilt and separation from God and his people, the righteous are assured that God knows them and knows their ways in verse 6. Psalm 1 verse 6 says, For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. The meaning of the word know is much more than just knowing who someone is by recognition or knowing that person's name. It has a much stronger meaning than just knowing about someone. The meaning of the Hebrew word that the psalmist uses to describe the relationship of God 
with the righteous is a personal or intimate relationship. One translation says that he knows with affection and approval. Genesis 18 verse 19 gives us an example of how God desires to know his people, and it is much more than just knowing their name. That verse says, For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. Being born and raised in Michigan, I've been a Detroit sports fan my whole life. I used to know the name of every person on the roster of every professional and most major college teams in the state. I knew their names by recognition and the positions they played, but I didn't really know them personally. In this previous verse, God knew Abraham personally. He knew his ways. And because of this, God knew he could make a covenant with Abraham for all generations. He knew this because he knew Abraham so well. He knew that he would ensure his household would keep the way of the Lord. He knew how Abraham would react when faced with trials, and he knew he would teach his offspring to do the same. This is much more than just knowing his name. God wants to know our hearts, our motives, and our desires. King David as well wanted more than just to know about God or recognize him from afar. He wanted an intimate relationship. How else can we explain verses like Psalm 86 verse 11, where he wrote, Teach me your way, O Lord, that I might walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. Or Psalm 25 verses 4 and 5, where he says, Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in thy truth. Teach me. For thou art the God of my salvation, on thee do I wait all the day. David wanted to please God in everything he said and did, and therefore desired to know everything about God for himself. This is why it is said of David that he was a man after God's own heart. He had that intimate relationship that God desires with his people. This doesn't mean that he was perfect. He made mistakes. He actually made quite a few mistakes. But he was quick to run to the Lord and say, Lord, I know you. Let my sentence come from your lips alone. I know you are merciful and will judge mercifully. He made no excuses. He just put himself in God's hands because he knew God's nature. Back in Psalm 1 verse 6, this word know is also a verb that describes an ongoing or continuous relationship. God knows the righteous in a personal way and will continue to know them for all eternity. His eye is on us. His ear is open to us. And in Christ, his spirit abides in us forever. In John 14, 17, it says, The spirit of truth, the world, cannot accept him, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. The security of the righteous is in Christ himself, knowing him and him knowing us. He attends to and provides for our every need for all of eternity. The final part of verse 6 says, The way of the wicked will perish. The ungodly are captive to their sin. Those who are governed by this world and have chosen the way that leads to death will not stand in the judgment, but will perish. So as we conclude this little series on Psalm 1, I pray that you will choose or have already chosen the path of the blessed life. Those who choose that path to the blessed life and walk in his ways are like these fruitful trees described in this psalm, bringing forth fruit in its season fruit that abides eternally. I encourage you today, please don't be like the ungodly who choose their own way and perish. Choose Christ today. He is our source of living water. He is the one who rewards the faithful. And as we put our trust in him, we will know the path to the blessed life. Thank you for joining us on this journey through Psalm 1, exploring the blessed life 
here on Walking in His Word. If you found inspiration in these verses, don't miss our upcoming episodes. Please also subscribe to Walking in His Word podcast to stay connected with our exploration of the Psalms and other profound themes and topics. Sharing is caring, and sharing the Word is a blessing in and of itself. So share this podcast with your friends, family, and anyone seeking guidance on the path to a blessed life. We value your thoughts and experiences. Reach out to us through our website or connect on social media. You can find us at Walking in His Word podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. As we conclude this episode, remember a blessed life is within reach for all those who follow His Word. Keep walking in His light and may your life be truly blessed.